0: What is going on everybody? My name is Jay and I'm here with Adam and David and we are Southern Fried Game Night and it's a miracle we're doing another one of these back to back, but we (laughs) are. Quarantine has got us playing games on Tabletop Simulator, Tabletopia, all that kind of stuff. And we're just, uh, if anything, it has got us to play more games together and do more stuff, at least for Southern Fried Game Night, that is. How are you guys doing?
1: Good. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) A good game of Vindication in the other night, so you know, it worked really well on uh, Tabletopia.
0: Yep, that was awesome. Uh, So, today we are doing our top 10 surprises. By that we mean games that either we didn't expect to like, and we did, or games that we uh, didn't know about, played it, and was like, wow, that's really good. Uh, Games that you kind of did the whole judge the book from its cover you looked at it you're like this looks like garbage there's no way this is good <laughs> played it you really liked it does that cover pretty much all the bases
1: pretty yeah much. i think so
0: all right yeah. so
1: you go? i think i didn't we did my did my list off of uh they're probably not my favorite games but definitely how much of a surprise that they were for sure
0: okay how did you yeah. did you do that
2: yeah, mine, mine was definitely a surprise.
1: Uh,
2: I uh, Probably half of them were games that I was not interested in playing. But once I played them or once someone convinced me or forced me to play it, uh, I was pretty happy I played it. And I either ended up buying the game or just playing it on somebody else's copy or something.
0: Right, yeah. I, I ordered mine, number one is the one that I was not expecting to like at all and was surprised that it was really good um and then i guess my number 10 would be the least surprise not necessarily the one i'd like the least though um so that's definitely how i did it i think we'll have at least one crossover with me and adam for sure uh i think that's the only one that i know of that would be on adam's list i have no clue what's on his or dad's to be honest
1: yeah, I think we'll have one or two crossovers. All
2: right.
0: All right, so we can go ahead and get started. We'll start with Dad. What is your number 10?
2: All right, so again, this is a game I, um, I wasn't sure about, but I wasn't overly surprised that I liked it. I kind of liked it because I liked the theme. Um, but I was surprised at how great it played and how enjoyable it was and how much after I played it, I wanted to play it again. And that's vindication. Mm. Um, I, I expected to like it simply because of appearance, the way it looked, it looked really interesting and looked different to me. Um, and after I played it and the first time I played it was at Dice Tower. Uh, it was great. I mean... I like sandbox games, and this is a basically a sandbox game. It's easy to learn, uh, relatively straightforward. You know, it has exploration, resource management, um, some engine building. Um, the artwork is great. The components are great. Uh, theme is good. It feels. It does feel a little abstract, um, but. It comes through, uh, I think, the theme comes through a little better with some of the expansion material modules that you can play along with it. It has great variability. Um, it's more tactical than strategic, I think, in a lot of ways. Uh, but I, I feel it, it It has a simple uh, premise to it, but it feels complex whenever you play it. So. I really, really was surprised at how good it was.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a great game. I mean, we played it last night, two nights ago. Two nights and, uh, put, Played really well on on Tabletopia. I, I was yeah. I was actually surprised at how well it played on Tabletopia. We played yep. four players on there pretty quickly, and uh, it's a great game. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's one of my favorite games. Uh, definitely top one hundred of all time, if not like a top fifty of all time. I really like that game. Um, I wasn't surprised. I didn't. I didn't include it on my list because I wasn't really surprised. I heard that it was really good, so I was like, okay, I gotta try this at Dice Tower Con, and it was good. So I wasn't really surprised that it was. So I didn't. I didn't include that one. But yeah,
1: that's that's getting close to my top ten. I really enjoy that game. Yeah, for sure. It's a a really good game. All
0: right, my number ten. This is a game that I also played at uh, Dice Tower Con. Um, and it's one that I convinced Adam to buy and he played it several times and I haven't bought it yet, but, uh, I played his coffee at least once and this is Sierra West. Um, I did looked at it, the box didn't look interesting. I hadn't heard anything about it really, except for what dad told me about it, uh, at Dice StarCon. He was like, I want to play this game. Man versus Meeple said it's really good. So, uh, let's give it a shot. So we played it. And I was very surprised at how cool the mechanics were. I really like the path-building aspect. At least, the, I've only played it two or three times. Um, so I don't know if it gets repetitious. Or I know there's a lot of modules that really shake it up a little bit. But um, I was just pleasantly surprised with it. Like I said, the path-building aspect was really cool. There's a lot. There's It's pretty, I wouldn't say complex, but there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of things you can do i feel like and then there's all the little tiles that you can get to put your workers on that help your other worker across and all that kind of stuff uh i like it it's pretty cool uh that was my number 10 sierra west
1: yeah um we've played that a bunch and so the modules definitely change it up when you're kind of getting bored of one it is a little fiddly with the timing of the workers i think and um uh, no, but the game's really good. I would not play it with more than three people, though, because yeah, I, I've played it four with a, with our friends Andy and Maggie, and you slide in cards into these little spaces, and then you have to go down the path and activate all these actions. Yeah. So by the time four, three other players have gone, you've lost interest in the
0: Absolutely. game.
1: Absolutely. Great two player game though.
0: Yeah, two three wasn't too bad. Um, yeah. I could see three two. I could see two being where it's really good though. Uh, and then it's got that deck building aspect too, which I think is pretty interesting. Yeah, that's
2: so. cool. yeah yeah, I enjoyed playing it. It's a good game, but I agree. I think two and three at the most um, would be good for that game. For
1: sure yeah. yeah All right, my number ten um, I had good expect I kind of had hopeful expectations for this game, I guess. I didn't really know what to expect in it. Um, it's one of the top rated games of all time i hate risk like hate it (laughs) can't stand it had some some serious salty rage moments playing that stupid game so i was worried that this would have similar elements to it but uh, my number 10 is ti4 so don't listen to the whole six to eight hours that's an awesome experience like yeah, yeah, it takes a long time, but I've played it both times with you, Jeremiah, and the game is amazing. It's just so good. I mean, <laughs> the last time we played... So if anybody's worried about the dice rolls, which is what I was really worried about, like somebody just holding on with one ship, killing everybody, it's kind of dumb. Uh, the last time we played, I had better ships, but less of them. And then our friend had more ships, but they weren't as good. We ended up wiping each other completely out. It feels like every time there's a fight ends up i don't know how they balanced it that way with dice rolls but it ends up fairly equal so yeah. the, pol- the politics section where you're <laughs> trying to make deals around the table it's just it's so good so it lived up to the hype i guess so i was surprised that it actually lived up to the hype of how much everybody talks about this game
0: absolutely <laughs> this game is fantastic and this game achieves what is very difficult in games is the bargaining making deals aspect of the game and i don't know how it does it but it just like it lends itself to having to make deals like rising sun has a deal mechanic in it and such but it doesn't it's not the same as it is in twilight imperium twilight imperium it's just so much more prevalent and they don't have a whole section where they talk about, Hey, this is, you can make deals. It's like, right. it's just like one small paragraph where it's like, Oh, you can make deals in this game and do whatever you want. And
1: that's cause the, the, the repercussions are so bad for some people. Like yeah. you had control of the center and we just blew it up. <laughs> yeah. Like every 90% of your ships are gone. Yeah. So that was part of a bargain deal. So yeah, that takes a while to sit there and try to hash out what agreements you're trying to make with everybody, but that's what makes it so much fun too. Yeah, and so, the men.
0: I've played so it five good. times in the last three or four months, and it does not take eight hours. Every game has been less than six hours, every single one. And I've played with full player account. So yeah, and you've
1: beaten us twice, and not got in a single fight both times. You don't even have to get into <laughs> those fights to, to win. So you got. You got blown up in the middle, and everybody ignored you. And then you squeaked out the win. You were on the opposite side of me, and I knew you were going to pull it out too. So, <laughs> you know, good
2: time, yeah. so good. Never played it. I want to give it a try sometime. All right, number nine.
0: Number okay. nine.
2: Number nine. <laughs> All right. So uh, this game. Uh, surprised me uh, simply again because of how good it was, uh, how good it played and how engaging it was. Um, I thought I would like it simply because of the artwork again and the theme. Um, and surprisingly, it came shining through. It's put out by Garfield Games. They did another one and it's Circadians First Light. Um, it's a really great, uh, great dice worker placement. Uh, kind of game, um, it's filled with a c- kind of a constant tension of what option you're going to do next, what what action you're going to take, what's available. Uh, the game scales really well from two players to four players. Uh, the solo game is great in it. Um, the AI is really smooth, uh, and it's just like playing, you know, with a person. Actually, the artwork. You know, I really enjoy the artwork. I think they did a great job with it. Um, some people have kind of thought, eh, it kind of looks weird. But I like I the thought, artwork. I think the artwork is great in it a lot. Those um, people
0: are wrong. <laughs> they are
2: wrong. <laughs> For sure. I mean, it's sci-fi. I mean, how can you go wrong with sci-fi artwork anyway? I mean, it can be anything you, you want it to be. And, uh, yeah, I really, really think it's a great game. You should check it out if you haven't played it. Yeah that's circadian's first light. who
0: bought you that game how'd you get it i
2: think you, I think you may have bought me that day
0: <laughs> <laughs> i did for father's day Thank ain't you. that nice it's of great. me huh oh, <laughs> no I, I, really I, played this
1: one. I played it yeah. once
0: and i played it when dad came up here to visit and it was pretty good i liked it it's got some cool mechanics in it um yeah i would definitely play it again yeah for sure cool yeah. all right My number nine, yes, I know what my number nine is. This is a game that Adam owns, and I so badly want it, but I refuse to buy the not-Kickstarter version of this game. Uh, (laughs) Because it's just so much better than the retail version. This is called Crusaders Thy Will Be Done. This game is really cool, and it's got this Mancala uh, Rondell thing that um, I... I've played two games with this now, and I've really enjoyed it both times. In Trajan and in uh, uh, this game, Crusaders. And something about it... I I like it way better than just the regular Rondell mechanic, where you just move one worker and do whatever. I think this one's way cooler. Something about moving the pieces, dropping one off. I'm a huge fan of Five Tribes, so it, it just works for me on every level. And then one really cool aspect that this game does is each player each crusader has his own ability and they're all really sweet abilities that change the way that mechanic works so one person can skip a spot when he's dropping stuff off one person i think can go in counterclockwise order um and i haven't played with some of the other ones but i know they're they're similar to that vein um i don't know i really like this game you got and the the deluxe version is insane it's just (laughs) not even close to the retail version so
1: yeah I know you were disappointed, David, when you got your retail I was very version.
2: disappointed in the retail version. I want <laughs> I want the dual-layered player boards.
1: Yeah. The gloss yeah.
0: finish, the dual-layered right. player boards. I don't really Metal. care about um, having the plastic pieces. I'd honestly rather play with the wood pieces. But it's just yeah. it's it's totally different.
2: It's a great game. It's so smooth. It's it's just very enjoyable.
1: It, it's it's odd, it like it's an odd. I wouldn't think this one played well with two players because you're trying to just spread over the board, take over areas using that that Moncala-type mechanism. But two players plays really well. So I, I was actually a bit surprised at how well two players played. Yeah.
0: Sweet. That's my number nine, Crusaders.
1: All right, Sweet. my number nine. Um, so one of my favorite games, I know you've been playing it a lot lately, is Arkham Horror Card Game. That game is just it's so good. I love the story in it. So it's a bit expensive because it's one of those LCGs. you got to buy the packs all the time, but it's so worth it. So Absolutely. you sit down, you got a starter box, you play through a couple scenarios, you got the story, and then the story really like meshes together later on in those scenarios where you've done different things, you've made different choices. Um, so I love that story aspect to it. So when Marvel Champions was announced, I was like, there's no story mode, I am out. I like. <laughs> This is not gonna be very good. I don't wanna play Arkham Horror without the story mode because the mechanisms I think are okay. Like you're pulling tokens out of a bag and doing stat checks. That's okay, you know? Um, But the story part of that just makes that game so much better. But when I sat down and played Marvel Champions with uh, Andy, man, that game is so good. So that's my number nine, Marvel Champions. The mechanisms of how it plays. Each character's deck feels like that character. Thor throws his hammer, it does damage across. Captain America's shield spins around. Like, everybody's got different... Each deck is so different, and they've done such a great job at making the deck feel like those characters that playing it is so much fun. So, um, I guess they're coming out with a story mode for it, which will make it even better, but I was very surprised at how smooth and easy that game played. And I've played it with three and four, and I know a lot of people have put it down, and I, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. So uh, I don't see a player count being any different. I would not play on a higher difficulty with more players, but you're going to get pounded pretty bad. But uh, start doing easier difficult with four, difficulty with four players. And uh, yeah, Marvel Champions is my number nine. Very surprised at how well it played.
0: Yeah. Uh, I kind of thought about this later. Uh, in our last video, Dad mentioned smash up and taking that mechanic and putting it into a bigger game like uh one of the other games that he was talking about this does that because you take a character and you take a aspect and you just smash the two decks together and that's the deck so this kind of has that uh mechanic it does play i probably prefer not playing with four uh it's not bad it just takes a little bit longer to get back to your turn and it's like in this game i want to do all my stuff you know what i'm saying it's not it's not bad it's just uh i play with i play three a lot and it plays good at three so um
1: i've played four with with like my family knows how to play it pretty quickly so it goes pretty smoothly just when when somebody's playing black panther and they get all their upgrades on and they have to use them all it, it takes a while but it's kind of fun watching yeah that engine build up and then do good things on the board you know like smash whatever bad guy you're trying to, to beat. So, I don't think the uh,
0: campaign box is going to be as good as Arkham Horror's campaign stuff.
1: Probably not. I don't see how it can be. Arkham Horror's, <laughs> that story mode in that is, is so good but the gameplay in Marvel Champions I think is better.
0: Yeah,
2: Awesome. Well, Alright, number eight. Alright, my number eight. Um, I guess it was a surprise simply because uh, I didn't hear a whole lot about it. I liked the artwork on the cover. Um, it seemed interesting. It was a, kind of in my range of desirable play, which would be like a midweight kind of action uh, game. And that is <clears throat> Liftoff. It's a, uh, and I guess I'm going to say this right, Hans and Gluck game. <laughs> I have no idea if I said it right or not, but um, they put out a lot of those midweight kind of, uh, Euro style games. But um, for me, it, it does have action selection as a core mechanic. But just on the mechanics alone of this game, it would rank high. Um, it's easy to learn. There's a lot of great decisions that you have to make. And every decision <clears throat> is linked to your next decision, right? So it kind of chains uh, and it creates this tension of, wanting to make sure you're doing the right thing right now and you kind of have to think ahead uh the artwork's great it's got a 60s kind of space vibe space race vibe to it um the theme comes through i think with the cards and the actions and the components honestly um it's definitely better than i expected uh it to be uh And, you know, I just, I'm sitting here realizing most of the games that I have on here are all some kind of sci-fi theme, so I guess I'm going to start with the there you have it.
0: Or you think sci-fi themes are going to suck and then they don't.
2: Right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's a good game. I like it. I mean, like I said, I had never played it and I really didn't know anyone who had played it. Um, I saw it come out and I thought, oh, that looks really cool. I like the artwork on it and yeah, it turned out to be a really, really cool game. I think you would like it a lot if you played it.
0: I don't think I've played it before. I definitely no, I haven't
2: played haven't. that one yet. No. No, sure. it, it hasn't got a lot of buzz, to be quite honest. I with know
0: you. what the game is, I just haven't played it.
2: Yeah, it came out, and I don't think anyone was really pushing the game. I don't know that there was a whole lot of reviews of the game at all. So, good game.
0: Yep. All right, my number eight. This is a game that, uh, is made by hasbro i think and you it's very surprising as that is a good game because one it's based off of a crap game that adam mentioned earlier two it's got not good production it's hasbro so the production is just terrible this game is called star wars risk this is a really really fun game that i it's super easy to teach and it's still got that uh feeling of moving some ships around on the board uh and that's just one one aspect of it but moving ships around the board and rolling dice to see who wins um it's got two other sections where luke is facing off with vader and then han is trying to shut down the shield generator it's it's got the whole story of episode uh episode uh six return of the jedi that you 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 love about that movie it's it's fun it's easy to teach you can play it two-player, four-player, however you want to do it. It's got good mechanics. I mean, it's it's solid, and I was very surprised that it was fun. But uh, I upgraded mine with, like, a miniature uh, Millennium Falcon, Death Star, and stuff like that to make it look a little bit better. But the production is garbage. Um, but I enjoy it. It's fun. Star Wars RISK. Yeah, it's a
2: great game. If I play RISK, that's the one I play. I
1: can't do it. It says RISK in it. Just for <laughs> <me>. <laughs> i just i can't get around it i've heard it's good so we'll have to give it a shot it's
0: nothing like regular risk
1: at (laughs) all nothing at all
0: no similar mechanics
1: (laughs) i'll have to give it a shot sometime i've heard good things so that's fun all right my number eight i think i played at your house david um who would have thought a game about with a cartoony cover with a little girl on it and a, and a dream home would be so much fun but my number eight is dream is dream home i mean it's you're you're just you're just kind of drafting cards in turn order and you get either a roof tile or an ability and you put your rooms in and if you can get your rooms kind of set collection like in this in different orders you'll get more points we've played that a ton in my house so everybody can play it my kids play it and i was shocked that a goofy dream home game is so much fun Um, you know the expansion adds some extra six players plays well with six Uh, Mm -hmm. usually you don't want to add more but it's great Um, it adds some different scoring mechanics and some goals so I've really enjoyed the game I was surprised at how much when you pulled it out I was like all right let's give this a go and then (laughs) this is is actually really good when it got it and it's a good game that my my kids and all of us can play, and everybody enjoys it. And it's quick, fun. Very surprised at how well it, it plays. Right, it's I a like good it. game. Yeah, Yeah. It, it's fun.
0: I played it at Dad's house for the first time too, and it, I, I was kind of I was I wouldn't say I was surprised that it was good, but it, it was really good. And there's two expansions for it. Have you played either of those?
1: I've played the one. I didn't haven't played the second one. The first. Yeah,
2: one. I've only played one of them. Is it good? The expansion that I think both Adam and yeah. I have probably is good. I mean, yeah, yeah it adds. A, isn't it like a blueprint uh,
1: thing? It adds. It adds blueprints and then it adds visitors. So right. you know, if your blueprints, if you meet certain objectives, you'll get either. Mm-hmm. I think it's three or five points. So you get whichever is higher, and then the the visitors want you to have a certain amount of of cards that are in that house, and so you might be able to score differently as well for um, different co- collections that you get and then there's right. some extra tool cards in there that can change up some of the scoring too and give you different abilities right. as you play so you know it's kind of neat you put you those tool cards will let you change oh maybe i can change out my room at the end of the game because you kind of didn't get the one you need and so it does right. have some it, it mitigates a lot of the luck so you don't you know my kids will start whining but then they'll get a card that mitigates the luck a little <laughs> bit and then everything's okay so yeah. <laughs>
2: And uh, I'm just curious, Jeremiah, what's the tiebreaker for this game?
1: Oh, it's great.
0: <laughs> it's the kids in your house, just so everyone knows. First time I played this game, me and dad tied, and he didn't inform me what the tiebreaker was. So he got to win.
1: I did. <laughs> We had the exact same situation, and then when we figured it out, now everybody sits there and they're almost banging their heads against each other trying to find all the kids on the car. Yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah it's almost like it's a game in the game to find all the kids and them, <laughs> right? Right. Cool. Good game.
0: Yeah. Number uh, seven.
2: Number seven. Wow. Uh, so, any guesses on what the theme would be on the? <laughs> space yeah you got it it's another sci-fi uh themed game this game uh let's see I'm, i'm trying to remember where i first played it i think it may have been a tantrum con i'm not really sure but it's a um kind of development tableau building i do like tableau building kind of games in fact there's probably a couple that i have on this list um i was surprised at how how really well it played and how um space? No, (laughs) no. Uh, it's Ganymede. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ganymede is a great game. I mean, you're, you're acting as a kind of corporation and you're recruiting, uh, people to go colonize from earth and you send them to Mars and then you finally get them over to Ganymede and then you launch these spaceships. Um, the game ends when somebody builds four uh or launches four spaceships um but it's got it's got this tableau building thing that kind of has this engine right that uh, triggers whenever you uh buy more cards or happen to acquire cards that match a certain symbol or whatnot um yeah, I think it's really good. It's, it's a small, smaller box game, so it's easy to carry with you places to play. It's easy and quick to, to teach, but it does require thought. And I, I guess that was what surprised me the most about it is how thinky you can uh, get in this very kind of simple looking game Um, and I'm really excited because there's an expansion coming out in the next month or two called Moons, uh, or Moon, and it uh, adds some player boards on both sides of the main player board, so uh, you have some other stuff going on there. I'm really uh, looking forward to getting that and adding it to it, but it's a great game. I've played it a ton. Uh, It's just that good, yeah. It really surprised me, I have to say.
0: Super underrated game. Yeah, I
1: okay. played you. You taught me that game at Cyclops, so we did it at a brewery one night, and that was I was that would that would be an honorable mention, I think, for my list. Yeah,
0: yeah. underrated, and uh, it reminds me a little bit of Tiny Epic Galaxies, a little bit too. Um, right, so some very similar mecha- uh, mechanics or whatever.
2: But yeah, yeah, I can for sure.
0: All right, my number seven. This is a seven, uh, this is a game that I played. The first time with Adam and his wife Dawn, and he bought it, and then he bought me a copy and sent it to me. <laughs> um, I was not expect. I had I hadn't heard anything about this game yet. I wasn't expecting to like it because um, it looked a little bit boring just on the table. the The theme isn't super exciting, but I kind of think the theme's okay. Um, uh spike some interest for me but overall i thought it was gonna be garbage and then i played it and it had some similarities to wingspan so i was like wow i'm surprised this isn't getting more more buzz and it gets zero buzz this game's called atelier if that's how you would pronounce it or at at i don't even know how else you would say (laughs) it. it's french so i would assume it's atelier let me see
1: yeah,
0: I
2: mean, i'm, I'm not sure what the Studio or something
0: other? atelier yeah so it's, it's about painting pictures or not right yeah painting pictures and they're all very famous pictures they're real pictures that exist historically um and you're basically vying for control over different paint colors and you use your die. you roll dice and you use, you use those dice as actions to gather paint to paint pictures and do several other different things. When you paint pictures, they come into your tableau. They give you this engine building thing. They also give you points, um, and then you also have secret objectives for get paint get paint paintings that have this color or this symbol, all that kind of stuff. It's really good. I like it a lot, and I was very surprised that it was as good as it is.
1: Yeah, it's it's going to require a, a different. A group of people that don't mind that dice mechanic. I know we played it with Andy and Maggie and they did not like it that much because they couldn't get couldn't roll the dice to paint pictures. So yeah, yeah like you, but there's ways to mitigate that. So, yeah. you know, I I like dice rolling when you can mitigate it. You kind of have to work with what you get. And then it, it does have a bit of a means that area control over getting paints. So if you have the most workers there, collect those types of paints so it can get a little mean at times too but i i i enjoy it too it's a good game yeah
2: Yeah, it's fun game i played it with you maya it's it's fun i enjoy it there's actually i think there's what two or three games with that theme that came out around the time yeah it's a cool theme and it plays well
0: it's my number seven atelier or at however you say it
1: (laughs) My number seven, I picked up on a whim on one of those Fantasy Flight Boxing Day sales. So like, just grabbed it, box looked kind of cool, but it's an older game. Um, I think it cost me, I don't know, 10 bucks or something like that. So, but when we sat down and played it, everybody who's played it so far has thoroughly enjoyed the game. And it is mean though. So like, it's probably the meanest game that we like in my house. And that's kingdoms, so it's an old Reiner Knizia game, and you're laying. It's like a grid, and you just you take a tile, and you either have to you get dealt one, or you pull one off the top and you place it on the board. But those tiles will have plus three, plus six. It's got some pasted-on fantasy theme or whatever, and then but then you put your castles down, and it'll multiply those points in the row and the column. So. You might put a castle down that's got a four times multiplier and then somebody drops a negative six on that row and now it's worth negative 24 points. Or they drop a dragon on it and none of the positive points are worth anything. Mm -hmm. Um, The production for the game is nice. The castles are nice. Every artwork looks good. And I was pleasantly surprised at how good that game plays. It's just every time we play it, it goes over really well. And it is so mean that I'm shocked at how well it goes over.
0: I've never played no. that game. Isn't there another theme didn't they re-theme that game?
1: Um was it it's uh Beowulf, I believe. Oh, so
0: okay. Something like,
1: something like that. I like the original one, it looks nice. You're right. Um plays quick but pretty mean, but it is, it's is—it's really thinky because you're like, okay, when do I put my castle out? And if I put my castle there, somebody could drop. They're just waiting. They're holding on to a negative point. That one they got dealt is negative six. And, you, All right. and they just get you with it or something. So it's a its a really neat game on how it goes around the table. And uh, so far, been been really fun. Cool. Awesome.
2: Yeah. Number six. All right. Number six. Uh, so this game... Really did surprise me quite a bit. I think I've played it with both of you guys, uh, and I think you all were pleasantly surprised with it as well. By far, some of the best artwork of any game I'll mention um, today. And it's Inuit the Snowfolk. Nope, garbage, uh, but, hate it. <laughs> it's a great little engine builder. It's a great little engine builder set collection. Uh, with some amazing artwork, uh, and your decisions influence others. Um, There's a few different modules in the game that gives it variation. Um, I would say the only negative that I had about this game was that the box is entirely too big for a card game, Um, (laughs) but that is what it is. The the artwork's fantastic. Um, It is a reimplementation, apparently, of an earlier game, I don't remember what the, I think it may have been called Natives uh, from like 2017. Same crew that put it together. It's just mm-hmm. a reimplementation of it with Inuit artwork. Um, and there's a nice little write-up in the rule book about uh, supporting the Inuit uh, indigenous folks. And it's just a great game. I, I enjoy it a lot. We've played that a lot around the house. It's easy to easy to set up, easy to play, easy to you know, teach other people. It's a really good game. It really surprised me uh, quite a bit there. So anyway, Snowpope, check it out. Beautiful
1: game. Beautiful game. Yeah. Granny, my, my mother-in-law plays that game. She loves it. So uh, anybody can play that game. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you, and it's quick and easy. And I have not played with the modules yet. I've played it a lot. And I've missed, I like the base game. I think it plays fine the way mm-hmm. it is, you know. So um, yeah, it's a it's a very good game.
2: Yeah.
0: Yep. I don't think I've ever used the modules either. Uh, The box is way too big for what is in (laughs) that box. It's it's insane. Unless they're just coming out with expansions and just haven't yet, then it's cool because I always want to put everything in the base box. So I mean, if they do come out with expansions, then it's fine. But yeah, it's a great game. I like the length plus how simple it is. It's just it's awesome. And
2: they could easily come out with expansions for it. Oh yeah. Yeah hopefully
0: they will all right my number six is a game that uh i was i didn't want to play necessarily i didn't want to go out of my way to play it just because i've played so many of this same exact style of game that it's like there's no way this one's different or better than any of the ones i've already played this is a game i played very recently it's a deck building game this is called shards of infinity this game is awesome it is i like it better than ascension to me uh it's better than dominion dominion is garbage i don't know why that still uh exists (laughs) Um,
1: my brothers are cringing inside for sure um
2: there would be no shards of infinity without dominion you're right (laughs) (laughs) that's
0: accurate but let the past die make a new game that looks better
2: (laughs) there's too many expansions for it to die are you kidding me um
0: so so like
2: it's gonna be here forever
0: yeah um and it's like i've played hero realms star realms i've played tons of these kinds of games and then critical mass is the same kind of idea where it's like you're your two characters and you take the other one's health points down and you win it's it's that same genre of games right so when i played this one i was not expecting this is going to be anything different it's going to be awesome but it was really good i enjoyed it i would definitely play it again they have uh co-op scenarios i heard are really really good for the game as well so that's cool that they did that um yeah oh i like the i like the experience mechanic that they added to the game that's the unique thing that this game has is your character gets experience and the more experience you get the better the cards are for you so that's really cool and then uh apparently the base game doesn't have special abilities for each character and each character is even though you're picking a different character is exactly the same i think that was a stupid idea to have in the base box but the expansion adds player variable uh powers for each each of the characters you can pick so that's cool
1: yeah that that first expansion's cheap and the game's cheap so like it's a great one to pick up and if two players kind of tough sometimes to play against each other because some there's always a runaway leader and somebody gets just destroyed but in a three or four player game you can team up on each other and it becomes Mm, yeah it's i think it's so much fun playing against each other in a a three or four player game um i would play co-op more in the two player game, but yeah, it's really good. And I I play Ascension a lot on my phone, probably one of my most played games for sure, but this is fun, it's a good game. It's it's a lot of fun playing against each other in a a three or four player game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My number six, Shards of Infinity.
1: All right, my number six, I uh, played at your house, David. Did never, I had no desire to play this game. Uh, who wants to play a game about stacking people on top of people? Eh? Like... <laughs> oh man,
0: this is a good wants,
1: one. Yeah, who wants to who wants to play a game about people towers? Like it's just it was, was like, what a weird theme for a game, and it's just. And I, I guess looking from a distance, it doesn't look the greatest. It's just got weird pastel colors, but when you sit down and play it. The artwork's nice. It's got a good table presence, and the gameplay is It's so good. It's very thinky, crunchy, puzzly, and that's Castell. Casteller, so the card Casteller, game. not the card game. <laughs> <laughs> that game is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> don't get confused between those two castell from renegade games when i
0: when i edit the video i'm gonna put the card game
1: (laughs) box people are gonna no 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 no. don't do that one no 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 so no castell's great david you you gave me the game because i think you know tracy doesn't Uh, like it so tracy hated the game (laughs)
2: <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was great, but I was like, I'm never going to play this game. So Adam here, take
1: it. <laughs> oh man, it is so good, but it's got a weird, so you're building these towers and you start with set rules. Like you can only have so many across on the bottom and they have to go up in number and size. And then as you play, you break those rules. So it's kind of hard to teach because it's a very different game. Yep. And so as you train your work, your, your performers, you can break more rules to create the towers that you need. And then you have to kind of got a movement worker almost that you go and compete at shows and you compete against other players at the table. So it's a very unique game. I don't think I've played anything like it. There is downtime, but as there's downtime, you're putting your towers together. You're puzzling out how you're going to get all this. And so the downtime's perfect because otherwise you'd be sitting there staring at everybody putting their towers together. Um, Unique... Fun. I, I really enjoy it. Tough to teach. Sometimes tough to comprehend. But yeah. once you get it, it's really, really good. Yeah, it's I was fun. very surprised. It's a fun game.
0: It's a great game. I've only played it once. But I really enjoyed it. I think that the breaking the rules is the most complex part of the game. Yeah. Once you get past that, it's very simple, I think. But it's elegant. Yeah. It's got so much com- depth. So... I've, we, I've been talking about in this video and last video, having simplicity, but having complexity. I mean, having simplicity in rules, but complexity in depth. Having yeah. depth is really important and, and stuff. And this has some awesome depth to it. I like it a lot, it's really good. Yeah,
1: yeah. and if you can just wrap around and I try to teach it where I say, okay, you know, can we have, so usually you have to go down in number as you go up. So if you have four on the base, you have to go to three. Right. So if we're training to go to another set of three, I can break that rule once or right. twice or three yeah. times. And so how many times can I break that rule? And so right. it does take a game or so to get used to that mechanism. but yeah, very simple once you get it, there's there's not a lot really going on, but there's so much there is a lot of complexity yeah. In the game. Great game though.
0: solid, good choice. Number
2: five. <laughs> All right, number five, I think this may be my last. Uh, sci-fi themed <laughs> game game. Uh, this game, I did play it for the first time at uh, Tantrum Con a couple of years ago. I really wasn't too interested in playing it. I had some downtime, and I can't remember if it was my kids or somebody said, here, play this game. I'm like, really, it looks like junk. Um, Space and- junk. Space <laughs> <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> is in the title, though. Uh, And it's Space Park. Uh, Boy, this game surprised the heck out (laughs) of me. I mean, just from the quality of the components, the artwork on the cards, the gameplay itself, it's so smooth and streamlined. It's just a really great little small box game that you can literally take anywhere and play. It's not that difficult to teach at all. It's basically set collection and action movement, and you have these three rockets that represent the uh, places or the locations that are available to visit. You go there, you do whatever the action is, you collect your stuff. And I think that uh, what you're collecting are called badges in the game. And so, uh, yeah, and it has a short play time. You reach a certain uh, number of badges or points and then that triggers the end game. So in some ways it's a race, um, but yeah. Uh, great components great artwork it may get a little samey after a while but it never never outstays its welcome
1: yeah honestly,
2: because it's just it's just so quick it's fun yeah, it's by the creators of parks which was another great hit um mm-hmm. maybe surprise to some people um same designer too same designer beautiful components in parts as well it's a great game yeah i i love it space park you should check it out for sure
1: i think we we all played it there and then i think every one of us bought it
2: yeah, i
0: didn't there. get it i need it oh. i haven't bought
1: it yet that's i've played um, that a lot that is yeah. a good game i mean that's my that's my 13 for yeah. because i was very surprised and the components are excellent and i i yeah. love the artwork on the on the board oh, yeah. the, it's a modular board and i think the artwork is yeah I wish modular. we'd get more of it you know
2: Um, Honestly. And just the components. I was totally uh, blown away at the quality of the components in this small box. And it's so affordable.
1: Yeah. The one tricky part of this game. Yes, that's what I was
0: about to say.
1: (laughs) So you're moving around this rondelle with these spaceships. (laughs) And it's not where you land; it's where you take off from because you visited that place. And so, getting somebody to figure that out for the first yeah. time is difficult because they're yeah. like, "Oh, I landed here." No, no, no; it's where you left off from. Yeah. So that's definitely the, the the weird part. Yeah,
2: it can be counterintuitive for non-gamers for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I great, think
0: great I part. think it's ca- well, right, it's can more can counterintuitive for, 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 gamers sure. for gamers than it is. Yeah,
2: non-gamers. you're right. <laughs> yeah. You're right. It is more counterintuitive for gamers. Absolutely. Because we're true.
0: used to thinking, oh, I placed my worker here and I get this. That's right.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: People that haven't played a worker game, placement game don't have to unlearn that.
2: They don't have, that. They don't have a problem with it too much. Yeah. You're um, right. Absolutely.
0: Like Keymaster Games is one of the most underrated small publishers in the game. And then yeah. Henry Audubon is also a great uh designer he does really good stuff so
2: yeah he's great very enjoyable game
0: so that was your number five my number five this is a game that i really didn't know much about um and one of my friends at my game store got me to play it and it can play it can hold i think like six people which is awesome it's a very small box and it's like 30 cards or something like that and that's it It's awesome, though. This game is called Fantasy Realms. Fantasy Realms has this really cool um, point mechanic where you're drafting... You have a hand of cards. I think it's like six cards. Um, And you're always going to have six cards in your hand the entire game. But you start with this hand of six. And you have to try to figure out how you want to score points. Each one has a different way to score points. And then there's a row of cards. that starts with like three or something out in front of you. You can either take one of the cards in the row and then replace it with one from your hand or you can take one from the top of the deck and then place one from your hand into the row so every time you take from the top of the deck the row is growing um, so it'll go up to four five six once it hits 10 i think maybe 12 is when the game ends um, so you'll score whatever you have in your hand at that time and it's really cool, because it's like, if you have the princess and the king, or the prince or something like that, score 60 points. If you only have the princess, score 5 points. It's it's a really high-scoring game, and then it's very, like, uh, it's it's just cool how it works. And it's like, there's different weathers that you can have in your hand. so it's like, your uh, military people will be minus points if it's raining. Stuff like that. It's it's really cool. I like it a lot. I was super impressed with it. Um, I didn't expect anything from it at all. Artwork's not even that good. It's just cool how it works. Fantasy realms. My number five, six.
1: Five, uh, five, six
0: five, I... five five
1: five. Yeah. So yeah, no, I've I've heard good things, but I haven't had a chance to play this one.
2: That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I haven't played it either.
1: Um my number five i played at dice tower con i think it was this last year um one of the two that we've gone to so uh but went with my daughter kind of walking around um and somebody said hey come play this game you know you go into the the showroom and come sit down and play this game i was like all right fine so take a look at it doesn't look like much you know it's just rocks on a board and that's it (laughs) like okay what is this and then they, they teach it man does it ever play well that's shobu, so it's literally rocks on a board (laughs) (laughs) and a rope (laughs) and a rope and uh but holy smokes the game is so good so you got two different colored boards and if you make a movement on your board of one color you have to mirror that movement on another board so if you are If you set up to block someone's movement on one of those boards to stop them from moving on another board there's so many different ways to play this game and i know people have said it in reviews before but it does feel like a new classic game it feels like one that should have been around for a very long time um i would play this over chess i would play this over a lot of those types of games i think the complexity is again very simple rules extremely complex you can attack, you can block, you can do all these different things, and I get my I get worked by my daughter. She she's so yeah. good at this game. I think she she won the Tantrum Con convention this year and put a bunch of people to shame very, <laughs> very quickly. So <laughs> she's very good at the game, but yeah. it is a it is a surprisingly good game for just having some rocks on the board. No. That's that's my number five. That's awesome. awesome. I've not played it, I need to. Yeah, it's 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 excellent. I mean, I know, I know we shouldn't be saying this and doing this, but you can make a you can make a version <laughs> of it it's very very simply. You know, it's it's not and it's not an expensive game. And I actually do think the the production is really nice when you actually put it on and it looks good. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you can make this game. It's super. Wow. Like the, pay, the rules are a half a page. It's, it's 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 so easy to to learn, but very hard to play. Wow, have to check it out.
0: All right, number five, four, number four.
2: (laughs) Number four, meeting the announcer. Yeah. All right, so this game, um, I just, you know, honestly didn't know what to expect from it. Um, I wanted a game with this particular theme, and it just came around. I saw it, and I thought, you know, I'll give it a whirl. I was very, very much surprised at how how well it played, how how engaging it was, how fun it was to play. It had a lot of different things that just really uh, set right with me, and that's Homebrewers. Um, it's you know a beer theme. I wanted one like that. It's definitely easier to play and easier to teach than Beer Crafters. Um, it's it is uh, produced by uh, the same you know uh, people who did Brew Crafters. Um, or who created it, uh, Ben Rosset, I think, is the de- designer. Uh, it's fun, medium-weight, light uh, kind of engine builder and uh, efficiency game. It's it's uh, kind of got uh, this uh, dice part in it that uh, is a dice-drafting mechanic. It's got uh, head-to-head competition uh, worked into the Gameplay itself, Uh, there's asymmetrical player powers, and that kind of helps with replayability. Component quality is great. Uh, You know, player components are all these little uh, beer mugs or or glasses in different shapes. You come up with some of the weirdest flavored beer you've ever heard of, like (laughs) bacon clove with ginger. (laughs) <laughs> um, it, it's kind of crazy. You can do some hate drafting in there just to keep people from getting something that they want. Um, it's definitely got some pressure luck with it. Um, it just really has a lot of stuff in it that's very satisfying and fun whenever you you play it. There's a little expansion uh, that I got to go with it that adds, um, makes it a little bit easier to get some of the stuff you need to, to get to uh, get some money and do some of the stuff you want to do in the game but you know it's a great game it's by greater than game uh ben ross i think he did between two cities and um brewcrafter that kind of stuff yeah so it's a good game i was very very much surprised and very happy to be surprised with it
0: played it once it was pretty good yeah i liked it all right my number four this is a game that the cover looks terrible The whole box looks terrible, in fact, because it's, like, brown. (laughs) The artwork isn't good. The board doesn't look interesting whatsoever. Uh, It's... The cards don't look interesting. But it... My my dad actually bought this for me for, like, seven bucks. And it's the first in a series that is called Great Designer Series. And this is the (laughs) first one. And you see it, and you're like, you're not off to a good start here, guys. If this is the great designer series. Uh, right. But it was really good. This game's called Porta Nigra. Um, I really enjoyed it. The board is this rondelle that you're moving your worker around collecting bricks. And you use those bricks to build towers um, in various spots. I think there's four, maybe five different areas where you're building your own towers. And you want to have the most in certain sections to get uh, like area control style points. It's really, really well done, and um, I like it a lot. I think that, I don't know why, maybe they just produced way too many of them, um, and that's why it was so cheap, kind of like uh, The Godfather, how they they produced way too many of them, even though it's a highly rated game. It's cheap because right. there's too many of them. Um, and I don't know who decided the artwork and box and components for this game, Stronghold, <laughs> I don't know what is wrong with them sometimes, but um, it's a good game. I like it.
1: Yeah, it's like what is it, eight bucks or something, right? You can get yeah. it for eight dollars.
2: Yeah. It's hilarious. Because you know, one week it'll be forty or fifty bucks, and then two or three weeks later, you'll find this huge sale, ten dollars for this game. Yeah, That's crazy. So if you want to hold out, you'll probably find it on sale somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> It's a really good game. It's it is uh, it is a s- surprise, honestly. Uh, simply because of how it looks. <laughs> but I like a try. lot of
0: the, I, I like a lot of the games by Wolfgang Kramer and uh, Michael Kiesling. They're a good duo when they make games like Mexico and I think they did the whole uh, no, I don't know. But Mexico I know is one of theirs for sure. They do good stuff.
2: So yeah. I think did they do Tchaikovsky?
0: I don't think they did the... Ma- did they do the Mask series? I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they did.
2: But, yeah, it's a great game. It's uh, very kind of mechanical, um, but it's a good game. It's, it's fun. It's thinky. Yeah, it's enjoyable.
0: That's my number four, Porta Niagara.
1: I gotta play that one with you guys sometime yeah all right my number four um i played this new year's at our friends andy and maggie's house you know and we had my mother-in-law there granny so playing a, an auction game with granny and and our friends oh, wow. on i'm not a fan of auction games neither is my wife and i have no idea how this is going to go over with with granny and the, um But man, was this game ever fun. It's probably one of the best gaming experiences. Maybe we'll do that one one day, but it's definitely up there for top gaming experiences for sure. And and, uh, we're yelling at each other. I'm yelling at Maggie and she's yelling at me and everybody's yelling, but it it was an awesome, not in a bad way, in like a good way. Um, We had a great time playing it and that's modern art. I was shocked. Like, I think it's another one that you can find. I think Andy got it on sale and Oh, let's try this out. Okay, let's sit down and play it. And it's you're just auctioning off artwork. It's yeah, right. really that simple. But I don't. The mechanisms were really well done on on how you score because if if you have if you've risen the price of one type of artist, then you get that much money for it. But the prices don't always stay there, so you want to try to gain as much of that artist as you can while the price is high. And you're, you're auctioning them off, and some people are buying them for way more. Andy's sitting there real frugal with his money. He can't even f- spend fake money. Like, so it's like, it was just such a good time playing this game. <laughs> Granny's buying things for, for like, what, what are you doing spending that much money on that thing? And then it was just, it was such a good time. And the game plays so well and so easily. There was no goofing around rules or any of that i was very very surprised at how good this game was
2: cool
0: so i have the old version of this game it's a reiner canizia game yeah i think
1: I, yeah i believe so yeah. so the
0: new one is by Simon, and it looks really good the one that i have is really old it's in the, this very what? small box the box doesn't look good. I got it for 2 bucks at the Dice Tower uh <laughs> sale, like when they sell all the games that they're getting rid of. I got it for like 2 bucks, so that was awesome. Um it's all a game. Yeah. Good choice. It's
2: like nine- 1990s when that game first yeah, came out. Yeah, very old.
1: Well, so yeah, I guess there's two old Kenucia games that are on my list here and they're still really really good. Yeah, Like I would not I would say today perfect perfectly good games in today's market not no no age shown on those
2: cool number three all right number three adam taught me this game um at his house uh some time ago um really was not interested when he pulled it out i was like dude i do not want to play this game So like, really, I mean, can't we play a real game or something, and uh, it's Gingerbread House.
1: <laughs>
2: well, yeah. That's a good pick. This game totally surprised the heck out of me. Uh, tile laying, resource management, set collection with a gingerbread fairy tale theme um, is really good. I mean, it sounds so quirky, but it really is good. It's got really speedy turns. Uh, there's this kind of tile stacking, uh, thing in it where it's, it's really, really cool. Um, after playing it, uh, several times, my kids love it. I, and I've played Baron Park and it's the same designer, Phil Walker-Harding.
0: Yeah, and Gizmos, um, he's done a lot of really good stuff.
2: Sushi Roll, you know, yeah, Emotep, all of those mm-hmm. games, this guy's done a lot of great stuff. Uh, with a simple mechanic, but I honestly think I like Gingerbread House more than Marion Park, hands down. It totally surprised me. There's uh, really, at the end of the day, there's nothing not to like about the game. Um, It's unique enough to merit having it in your collection of other tile laying games, um, for sure. Um, The engine building in it is really, really cool. Uh, what you lay down kind of helps uh, determine what you're going to be able to use in the future. It's a good game. I like it. I was very surprised and glad I got, glad I got to play it for sure.
1: Yeah, I like it better than Barrett Park too. Uh, yeah, I, I think Gizmos is better. I think Gizmos is better. I really enjoy Gizmos, but Barrett, but Gingerbread House is a good game. It's yeah, that's fun. cool. That's cool. Good how it works player.
0: for sure. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah, dropping your dropping your tiles on top of each other to do those actions so we yeah that that's that's fun yeah it is good
2: game for sure all
0: right my number three it's a game that i played for the first time at dad's with adam and my wife and it might have just been us three i don't remember if there was a fourth person i had heard (laughs) zero about this game i've never heard of it before and it's a pretty big box and it, it looks the front cover looks all right it doesn't look spectacular on the front cover but once you open the box Get the board out. The board's vibrant. The board is vibrant. The character art is vibrant. The miniatures are good. It's a uh, game by designed by Martin Wallace. He's a really popular designer. And this is called Wildlands. And this is probably one of the best entry-level skirmish games that you can you can get. It's really well done. The factions, while not incredibly different, feel at least a little bit different with the different cards that you have so like the mages have i guess some of them feel more different than others like the mages have the fly ability and stuff while the other uh some of the other ones that don't that are just more warrior style uh characters and stuff um i I feel like they could probably do a little bit more with variability between the factions. But it's a really solid game. You have a hand of cards, you play them, you match up symbols, and you can do uh, uh, that action that many times that round or uh, as many attacks as you can. I can't remember exactly how the combat works now because I haven't played it in a while. But my wife really liked it, so we ended up buying it for her. Uh, And we've played it several times. It's, It's a good game. I like it a lot. Wildlands.
2: Yeah, Wildlands is great. It's totally somewhat out of character for Martin Wallace to produce this kind of a game, but he did a great job with it. And in fact, if you don't like the fantasy theme uh, or you think it's a bit too generic, they're coming out with a re-implementation of this game, Judge Dread Helter Skelter. So it's got all new characters, all new minis. It actually has some new cards in the deck. That does a little bit different stuff. So if you don't like the fantasy theme, then Judge Dread it's is pretty cool uh looking anyway. I haven't played it. So it should be out this year.
1: Nice. Yeah, my this would be an honorable mention for me. My brother sent this up for I think Christmas one year and um like, oh this is sweet. You know, let's give this a shot and I was not expecting anything to for it to be anything like it is the card play is really really interesting yeah so playing those cards down you're trying to gather up the first of five crystals or five points and so killing guys will give you some points and then getting those crystals and so you know it's quick very very easy um and there's kind of a cool interruption mechanic in there where you can interrupt somebody's turn yeah to try to either save your bacon or steal something before they can I don't know if it's necessarily going to be beneficial all the time for that, but uh, you can at least try to stop somebody from winning when they yeah. may have a chance. So, it's one of the I few was...
0: games that Interruption is okay. Like, it's not yeah. uh, poorly done. It's done
1: well. right? And it's, it's tracked crazy. well, and mm-hmm. everything's pretty easy, and it flows really well. Yeah, I was I this was, this was an honorable mention one for me. It's very good.
2: Yeah, there's some expansion of uh, factions that you can get and some maps to change it up. Yeah, it's a good game.
0: Wildlands.
1: Well, speaking of Christmas gifts, this by number three is also a Christmas gift for my sister. So I would have never in a million years bought this game. Not in a million years. The board is absolutely hideous. The pieces are terrible. It does look like a... Uh, um,
0: stronghold game
1: <laughs> stronghold game yes it does same color generic pieces i can't stand it so um but you know you're you're doing a race across uh, across uh, america to connect railroad tracks together and you've got cards in your hand you just randomly pick up some cards and you just you're it's real simple you put down one track you get two tracks per turn you put two over a mountain or one on the board You're trying to connect your pieces together. It's trans America. Yeah. Like the game's <laughs> ugly. It's hideous. The cards <laughs> are not nice. They like, get nothing looks good. And we've played this game so many times and it always, it's very simple, but it's just fun. You know, you can sit down have a good conversation. You're trying to connect once your line is connected to somebody else's, then you can connect to theirs and go off of theirs. And you're just trying to connect your, your uh, city's up before anybody else. Um, very, very simple. I taught you all the rules right there. And then, you know, but it's, it's great. I would have never in a million years bought this game, played it, because got it for a Christmas present, and uh, we love the game, for sure. I've
0: never played it. Do you like it better than Ticket to Ride?
1: I do. I like it better than Ticket to Ride. Nice. I would much rather play this, because I just think Ticket to Ride can get mean. It's just... I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm not entirely sure why a ticket to ride is a good game, but th- I think this is way better. If I want that kind of light game, then I think this is quicker and it gives you, you know, you're kind of just playing, you're playing, you're playing, and then it gets down to the end and you're like, oh, I only need like three more tracks left and then somebody goes out. Well, that's three points. You don't yeah. want points. You want to be as low as you possibly can. So it does get tense every round. Then you wipe the board. You start over again, you keep your points, and then whoever crosses, there's a train track that moves down every round. So, you know, the game's not gonna stick around forever. And uh, yeah, it's, it's great. I do like it better than TikTok. Nice. Hmm. All cool.
2: right, number two. All right, number two. <clears throat> this this is a game that I played at a, at a local uh, con here in South Florida. <clears throat> A friend of ours, uh, some friends that we had been playing games with, showed up. And he brought this game he wanted to play. He had never played it. And I had no desire to. I mean, I was just like almost wanting to fight, not playing this game. I just It just was not appealing to me. It is a train game. And I'm like, great. Another train game is probably going to be some heavy freaking Euro that I don't want to sit here for the next three hours playing this game with these guys. but we sat down and played the game and I was like, holy crap, can we play it again? (laughs) And I ended up buying it like that night or that week or something and it's first class. i would never played it. I was totally shocked by it, totally surprised. I wanted to play it again right after and it's because of the kind of, it's just such a great engine and combo card-driven game. It's the kind of game that once you play it, you kind of figure some things out and you're like, yeah, I want to do that again, just so I can, you know, make it happen or make it work. It's, it's really, really good. Uh, set collection, card drafting, artwork by Michael Menzel, I believe. And just, and it has like four or five different modules I think in it that changes it up. So you can uh, have a ton of replayability. There's a ton of strategies and uh, scoring options in the game. Um, it's one of the best card driven medium weight games that I've I've ever played. And uh, it's an older it's probably the oldest game on this list. I think it came out in 2016. The rest of, of the games I mentioned are 2018 or 2019. Hmm. Uh, but it's a great game. Same designer as uh, Russian railroads, which is apparently another great game. I've not played it, but after playing this, I'm like, can I play Russian railroads now? <laughs> Um, no I was totally surprised I mean, this this game I just was like putting my heels in the dirt I don't want to play this game but I'm so glad I played it it's a great
1: game yeah I played this at I played this at Tandrum con with Andy and uh, I think he was visibly upset that I pulled this <laughs> game out. And he's like, you know this game? You actually know what this is? I'm like, yeah, I've heard good things. So it's, spoiler, it's not on my list because I heard really good things. So I was really expecting something good. You know this game? Yes, I know this game. Like, it's supposed to be really good. He's just angry, but he enjoyed it too. It's a really good game. I, again, simple mechanisms, very simple mechanisms. Very complex with what you can do with it. Uh, Really, really good game. Yeah but yeah i could see i could see why some people are like no i don't want to play this <laughs> nonsense. <level." laughs> That's
0: funny. all right my number two is kind of a similar boat um i had seen it more than once uh not not out on the table but the box i've seen several times and the box cover it looks horrible it's like there's no way this is a good game the art or not even just the art but like it just looks bad it doesn't look interesting it looks like a kids game almost and the pieces almost look like kids pieces I'm, i played it once at adam's, uh, at adam's house i know what this
1: is and then yeah.
0: i immediately ended up buying it at a yard sale for like 20 bucks which was awesome uh this game is called chimera station this game is wonderful i love the mechanisms here i'm a huge worker placement fan work any kind of worker placement is gonna be my jive. I love how you can upgrade the workers to have different abilities based on what you want them to do. Uh, I like how each character has a variable player power. Um, the The game starts with a few worker placement spots and as you progress through the game, you get more of them. And they're all unique, really cool, different things that they do. I don't know, I just really like this game. This game is solid. I, I play it all the time. It's a good game.
1: Yep. It's one of those where i look at the shelf and i just pass it by but every time i play it i really enjoy it you know like you just it's it is a good worker placement game and i do find it it has a really interesting mechanism by building those worker placement spots so that's where it's that's where it's neat and then having the workers gain different abilities when you add their claws or their leaves and you know you don't have to feed this worker or this worker can bully somebody else out of the spot it's it's a good game
2: great game
0: It's got really cool stuff. Chimera Station.
1: All right, I'm cheating on my number two. So I'm not picking a a game. I'm picking a designer. What? (laughs) I'm cheating. Uh, I was interested in playing one of this designer's games, but I I don't know. I guess when I'm sitting down to play a game, I don't want to have to relearn (laughs) all these rules and all this nonsense, but I do enjoy a deep game every once in a while and um
0: yeah i'll pick one I,
1: <laughs> they're all good they're all a good surprise i'm surprised at how much i like this designer and i didn't think i would and until andy got me into it it's vital Lacerda. his games are good they're yeah. really really good really? they are very four actions in the gallerist that's my favorite one so far so I'd say The Gallerist, even though I was really I was really looking forward to that one. CO2, I didn't want any. That's one I had zero desire to play. Like, I had no desire at all to play it. Andy, we played it on uh, Tabletopia. Amazing. Had a great time. Um, you know, played Vinyos. Didn't really have much desire to play that. I like Viticulture a lot. Still like it better. But, you know, you got just a few. I mean, The Gallerist has four action spaces. And then Vinyos isn't much different. I think there's there's more than four action spaces, but there's they're kind of duplicated. So what you can do, CO2, I think it's four action spaces as well. And so what you can do, though, in those four action spaces and how it all connects together and how, you know, you got to it, – it's an elegant, very complex experience with just four actions. And the artwork's always good. I think it's Eno Tool does most of his stuff. Um, very surprised at how much I enjoyed those games because I didn't think I would because I just don't want to sit down and have to pound my head on a table for hours (laughs) trying to figure out this complexity right and I'm not against complex games but surprised at how much he can do with such little such easy small mechanisms just a simple worker placement spot on one of four spaces and all the stuff that connects to it is amazing the guy's a genius he has to be some type of genius to do it yeah
2: Great game! All of his games are good. The ones that I've played, anyway, I love them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So Thanks.
1: very surprised at how much I've enjoyed him. I was kind of anti wanting to play any of his games, and then definitely enjoyed the experiences so far.
0: Sweet. Yeah. yeah. All
1: right.
0: It's- number
2: one. All right. Number one. So this game um, is a game that I had never heard of. And in fact, the only reason that I played it was because I was looking for something to buy my younger son, Jonah, who was into anime at the time, and he was into a particular anime. And so I thought, okay, I wonder if there's any games uh, with this theme. And so I looked it up. Found it, I was down in South Florida, found a game shop down here, went to it, and they actually had a copy on the shelf. I don't know why. I mean, it's just crazy. But it was a comic book store, so it kind of makes sense that they would have an anime in there, an anime-themed game. The game is Death Note Confrontation. And this game blew me away. I mean, it's area movement, uh, variable player powers, it's a two-player game, area control, And, of course, the main characters of the anime, Kira and um, the Interpol Detective L, face off. So what you're basically doing is L's trying to capture Kira. And Kira's trying to kill off these targets to get enough points to actually win. So you both have your own respective notebook. And, um, you know, uh, let's see, L has to reveal... certain target criminal targets in an attempt to get to kira and kira is killing off those targets in an attempt to gain enough points to win the game so as kira kills targets uh he has to reveal to l what targets he killed which are the targets l just re- revealed and so you kind of have this social deduction thing uh and strategy going on and it has a kind of a roll and write kind of feel to it, uh, somewhat. Um, But it's short, it's tense, it's a lot of fun. It was probably the biggest surprise that I've had, certainly in 2018, uh, when I bought the game. Uh, This game is really amazing. I don't understand why people haven't talked about this game. It's just totally almost unheard of, to be honest. If you love anime, Definitely need to get this game. It's really a surprise. If you love strategy with deduction, uh, kind of secret movement kind of stuff, this game's it. I mean, it's got all the bells and whistles for it for sure in a short amount of time. It's a great game.
1: I've never That's... heard of this game,
0: <laughs> I've never <laughs> played it, but I've never I, even have, heard of it. I have 10 to kill. And you said it's kind of similar to that, which is another obscure yeah. game. Um, yep. And that game's pretty good i like that one uh the the anime for that one is really good it's one of the few that i've actually watched most people don't gravitate towards anime games though in the hobby right. for sure um yeah so if yeah. they re-themed it it might get more popular um and right. at, at that it's kind of even like darker looking the, uh, yeah. anime so that's probably another reason why it's not
1: more popular i gotta give this one a shot sounds awesome
2: yeah it's a great
1: game Totally shocked, totally surprised.
0: All right, cool. My number one is our very first crossover in any video we've done. <laughs> Can you? I know, and uh, Adam knows what it is. Can you? Yeah, guys I'm guess? pretty sure
1: I know what this is. I said,
0: do you know what it is?
2: No, I don't
0: know. No. It's first class.
2: Oh, first class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: <wow. laughs> um. This game, it's not my favorite on the list, I don't think. Yeah, it's not my favorite on the list. But it's the one that I was definitely the most surprised by. Because it looks like garbage. (laughs) I'm a huge, I'm a thematic gamer. I like to have theme in my games. And this has terrible, I I don't care about playing train games. But the way this game works was so interesting. And it's fast. Easy to pick up and learn, but it's got depth and the different things you can yeah. do. It's for all the same reasons you said. It's it's a good game. Looks terrible, but don't judge it by the production or the <laughs> cover.
2: Uh, g- give Michael it a go. Menzel is great. Michael Menzel's a great artist. Don't put his artwork down.
1: It looks better in person than it does when you're looking at it on a screen or whatever. It, it does. Yeah. I like. It looks way better on the table than it does. Yeah. Not.
0: Oh, first class
2: the one thing I would say about that game that it could use that would just I think kick it up a notch just in terms of organization and uh, appearance and display is a play map just you know get a play map made so you can put your cards out there on the thing yeah. um, it would just bring it together I think a lot but yeah I know what you're saying about what it looks like it just looks like it's all over the place and like there's not a whole lot to it and why would you want to waste your time playing it you just had that play mat there in the middle with the cards on it and nice artwork i think that would really uh bring the whole thing together more but yeah good game
0: i like drafting off the table too seven wonders duel is one of my favorite games and it's got the same kind of it's it's a different drafting off the table but it's still right. drafting but from the table and so it kind of, can of right. cards. i like that
1: there you go yeah, yeah it's a solid game it's a good, good game. Goal. Um, my number one is another crossover, so it's our second crossover here. Second
0: crossover, I know what this uh, one is. That oh is yeah.
1: I mean, you guys got a, a zero desire, and then you you two drugged me, almost kicking and screaming <laughs> to it. But I had nothing else to do; otherwise, I probably would have never played it. Um, and it was at Dice Tower Convention, and they had it set up, and you guys were like, "This is awesome." I was like. I don't i had played like, it like <laughs>
0: three times already you're
1: like, yeah you're like you gotta play this game i was like i don't want to play that i got nothing else to do so let's sit down and that's vindication the yep. game is so good um i don't know why i saw it on kickstarter just like well, what is that that does not it did not appeal to me at all and i, I hate to say this because i was surprised at their other one but their newest orange nebula's newest game i was like Ugh, i don't know about this one so i'm sure i'll be surprised at that when i play it too it's a cooperative game but um you know i just think the, it's kind of hard sometimes to keep track of what you You have some mandatory moves and so we are playing it two nights ago we had to get our player sheet out to make sure we kept <laughs> well, track of everything but once you get going in it it just kind of flows and it's yeah you, you know i, I Turns it's not are the most rapid th- yeah yeah it's not the most thematic yeah. game in the world but the artwork's awesome the components are great everything in it there's so many modules in the in the base box alone right you know that just different tiles you can bring into the game and and You know, you can bring in pets, or you can bring in teleportation spots, or you can bring in all these different things that move you around the board. um, And you're bringing in explorers, and you're trying to not become. You're pulling tiles out of the scumbag because you're a scumbag, you know. And like, it's just, it's a very interesting game, and the way it plays is great. It's a very, very good game. And when I got done, I was like, man, this is awesome. Thanks for dragging me to the table. And then, I fortunately walked into our local board game store and the kickstarter copy they had right there and i bought it right away because yeah. it's just it's so cool. good yeah. awesome. it's a it's a great game it just is a good experience
2: playing the game so yeah sure
1: yeah so, definitely my number one surprise i was i would have never played it if you guys didn't make me nice
2: <laughs> i definitely
0: agree though like there's no theme like they try no. they tried really oh, hard gosh. to put a lot of theme in the game and you can see it but yeah. like mechanically there's no theme in that game whatsoever it's it's all no, like, but it's euro it's a euro game
1: yeah it's a euro game and i but the artwork is awesome i really enjoy the artwork yeah. and, and i i have to say it i think it shines even better on tabletopia because the cards usually they're kind of square cards or smaller you can zoom in on them and you can really see that artwork it looks really good yeah so yeah for sure that's a yeah. fantastic game
0: absolutely all right there it is folks uh same amount of time that we did it last time i thought i, I told myself i was gonna cut the time down and i didn't so uh, uh i'll have to try well, better next time
1: what what uh what honorable mentions you guys got oh, oh yeah real oh.
0: quick i'll just name them off empires of the north the crew on tour micropolis scoville and arcane academy
2: my lord i only oh, have two time. Time. I <laughs> only oh, have two: uh, Spirits of the Wild and Guildhall Fantasy.
1: Yeah, I I had uh, Okanagan. Got it because I'm from British Columbia, so Okanagan, <laughs> very good tile laying game. Uh, Deus, the boards are ugly. Shocked at how well that game plays. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, went over and then I, <laughs> Cryptid, love that game. That game is yeah. so so. I almost
2: that on mine.
1: Yeah. Oh. Love that game. And then I know we were making fun of it so bad that one year about the stupid. The box is awful. Just the worst. It's probably one of the worst, besides Concordia, one of the worst boxes out there. Low lanes. It just looks so boring. (laughs) But it plays really, really well. It's a good game.
2: It's a big game. Yeah. That's funny. There you go.
0: That's hilarious. That's the, And it, it looks like an way game when you put it on the table. Yeah. yeah, for sure. All right, there you have it, our top 10 surprises. Let us know in the comments what games that you did not expect to like and ended up liking a lot. Uh, if you enjoyed this video, click like, comment, share it, whatever you want to do. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We all appreciate it here at Southern Friday Game Night. And as always, we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye-bye.